0: Could care less, you're not assessing how much you care about the current situation. So, I could care less. I could care less. What people mean?
1: say that because they say it incorrectly. They really mean to say, I couldn't care less.
2: Yeah, but if you could care less, I'm I mean, just, throwing if it you're out there.
1: There, at 0% of caring less all the time, if you're at 0%, here's, percent- here's
0: another thing. People say, <laughs> if you're yeah, at 0%, people say, irregardless, and they're more. It's regardless. People will say, irregardless, it's regardless. Okay, my brother no. John, who I love and who's smart, says, irregardless, no, driving crazy. <laughs> to radio irregardless with me your host mark scalia guys it's been a couple weeks and it's good to be back it really is i missed you i missed this show i've been busy there's a lot of stuff to do but you know if you're listening you're listening one of three ways the first way you're listening is through my website markscalia.com. And if you want to be part of the chat, you want to be more interactive, as it were, you can just click that speaker box you're listening to. And that will send you to the broadcasting site, which is Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com, And then you can be part of the live chat. And the third way you can do it is through iTunes. Because it's been a couple weeks apart, I'm going to bring you up to speed about what's going on in our time away from each other with the Happening Now monologue.
1: Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened then? That's When? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When?
2: Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon.
0: And like I said, so much has been going on in the past few weeks. I've been busy with, with shows. I've been away. But before we get into that, a couple serious things before we get into the the funny part of the show as you may know there was an incredible shooting in orlando and it's just it's been scaring people it's another another yahoo another crazy motherfucker who got a gun didn't like some people shot him up now you could you go into stuff yeah you could uh is he a terrorist maybe yeah he's did it for isis so yeah you could say that. Did he have a gun? Yeah, he did. So you can go into that conversation. But the most important thing is that we we kind of come together on this. We're going to fight about the details. And believe me, uh, there's a lot of details to fight about. There's, there's, there's been Facebook debates, people losing friends over friends over friends. And I will say this. I like guns. I do. I love guns. I've shot guns. I've been trained on guns. I have a lot of respect for guns. Do we need an AR-15? Probably not. And I would say that, yeah, we should make it a little harder to get some of those things or test a little harder. And we've got rules in play. They're just not enforced. And, uh, you know, I don't want to get too much down the road, but I like guns. I do. And I'm a gun guy. And I would say... I. (laughs) I don't see a need for an AR-15. But, you know, that that's it all depends on where you live. I mean, if you live in a crazy neighborhood, you're like, I want to be able to shoot all five of those burglars that come in my house simultaneously. And that would be fine because this is America, Jack. <laughs> Karen says, oh, okay, I'll, okay, I'll marry you now. <laughs> I personally don't need it. I think any gun is dangerous in general. I think... Stopping power is what you're looking for. You're not looking for spraying power and an AR15 is uh, it's fairly accurate and it's it pumps out a lot a lot of ammunition and I don't see a need for it personally. Do I think we should ban them? No, I don't think we should ban anything. I think that kind of control is difficult. I think you should make it you should make it like just like anything else make it hard to get or you know pass some kind of equivalency thing for it. And that's what I'm saying. And that's my argument for gun control. And, you know, control your guns. Because <laughs> God knows people controlling their fucking bullets. Anyway, so that's the craziness that's happened down in Florida. Also, apparently, an alligator come out of a swamp somewhere in Disney. It bit a kid, two years old. Can't find a kid. I'm not surprised. Can't find a kid. It's an alligator. Took him to the bottom of the water. blah, blah, blah. And I'm not making light of it by any stretch, but an alligator—that's what they do. They grab what they want, they bring it to the bottom, they drown it, and then they eat it. And so, it's unfortunate. But I'm like, how how? How? I don't understand how people are interacting with these animals. Like the gorilla thing, of you know, a few weeks ago, the fucking gorilla thing. What happened? They found him. Oh, they recovered his body. His body was intact. Well, he probably drowned him. And then the alligator probably said, uh, I don't like people. <laughs> so I just, my thing is, I don't know how people are getting this close to fucking animals. We, we live in a society where most animals are afraid of us, but yet we put them in zoos and parks and all this shit. Comedy, everybody. <laughs> I think the alligator was getting even for the gorilla. That's what I think. So, and that's another Facebook debate. That's fucking elo. It's true. Everything's true. So there's so many fucking problems on Facebook. People are bitching about everything on Facebook and, you know, and with the debates and stuff like, you know, Facebook is just a way for ordinary people to feel extraordinary. And that's all it is. It's the same thing with a blog. And I've said this, if you have a blog, God bless you. But a blog doesn't make you important. A blog is an internet diary you let people read. (laughs) That's what it is. And it's great you have an opinion. Everybody should have an opinion and everybody should get their opinion out there if they choose. But if somebody then says your opinion is fucking stupid, you can't go shooting up the motherfuckers. You just can't do that shit. Just let it go. And speaking of shooting up motherfuckers, <laughs> the reason I did not do a show last Wednesday is I was working. I I had a gig and I won't get into too many details because gentlemen don't tell tales. Um, I will say this. I was working for a a client, a company, who I've had dealings with over the past 15 years. A couple years ago, we had a slight falling out, a personality conflict. My integrity was questioned, which I'm an independent contractor. My loyalty is to the money. And we've had that conversation. I said, does my time with you not count? He said, no, it doesn't. So I lost a client. And then he challenged my ethics. And I mean, I would like to think that I have ethics. I've got, I've got honor, I've got awareness, I've got humility. I mean, and I try to do the best I can with what I got. I try not to hurt anybody in my process. I just wanna do my thing and blah, blah, blah. And this guy, I think, has the mentality, it's not enough that I should win, all of us should lose. Which, I mean, I had that, too, when I was six or seven. And I was a middle child, so I had it fucking bad. So my ethics were, you know, my integrity was challenged. And and it, it bothered me. And it bothered me. Because you, as my loyal irregardian listeners, I know all of you. I'm looking at, I know all of you, but like four or five. Because there's some elsewhere, and I don't know. And everybody I associate with has good ethics. Everybody I, I talk to is, is loyal. You know, and that's why I can have debates with people and get things heated, but I, I, I'll I'll never lose a friend over a conversation, which I think is a very important thing. And when you're a good person and somebody says you're not, good people tend to fucking examine that a little bit more, which is kind of an ironic thing. It's like I'm a good person and somebody said I was a dickhead and now I actually think I'm a dickhead because a dickhead called me a dickhead. You know what I mean? It's a fucking... It's like... Bang, 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 sorting out, sorting out, sorting out, you know? And it's such a head trip. And it's not that anybody does a head trip on you. It's kind of you do the head trip on yourself. So what I'm trying to do is shake that off and uh, as Taylor Swift says, I'm try- <laughs> back to comedy, I'm trying to feel better about things I'm trying to let some stuff go, and I'm trying to feel better. And that's it. And I, my wish to everybody in the world, in the listening audience, do a good job. Have fun. Don't take it so seriously. If something really bothers you, then just say it. Don't fight it. Don't fucking lose your shit because there's fucking too many of us we are in the way. So that's, the, that's how I'm bringing it up to speed. So, you know, I thought, what better way to have a little bit of fun with you guys but to play a nice game that we have not played in, like, forever. We're going to play a game I like to call Sounds Like Sax" to Me! I'm dancing around the studio. There we go. Sounds like sax to me. Is I play you a saxophone song? What is this? You can set that music at anything and still make it funny. You could. I. You know what I? I thought of the gorilla video, but I won't. <laughs> uh oh, too soon. Anyway, it's not like a kid. The kid wasn't kid. I won't joke about the alligator, but the gorilla thing I can joke about because even though a gorilla. Anyway, I love that music. It's Yakity Sax by Boots Randolph. What a cool name, Boots. <laughs> it's your first name. Except they're in sex. Oh, give it to me, Boots. Give it to me, Boots. Uh, sorry. Oh, Mr. Randolph. Anyway, sounds like sax to me is a game where I play you a saxophone solo. And you have to guess the song that it's in. The song an artist would be preferable. Or preferable? <laughs> I've had a couple weeks off. i got to get my shit straight. And you guys are playing against each other. So let's play the first one. Here you go. 23 seconds worth of sax. That is a lot of real estate to give up in the middle of a song. Twenty-three seconds, boy George. No, no, not boy George. It's tricky. Anybody? We got a lot of listeners tonight. Take a shot at it. no. And I'm telling you, I even gave you. I played the the intro so that you, you fucking guys would get your phone up to your computer. and You would fucking shazam everything. You ask. something from the '80s. Yeah, I think it's uh, early '90s. Uh, wait. <laughs> Paul waited an hour down. It's actually Phil Collins. Well, let me play the... Captain, obvious. Let me play the... Nobody knows? Okay, moving on. All right, so no points scored. That is Phil Collins. I cannot believe it's true. I didn't remember the song either. I heard it when I was shopping. (laughs) I think it was in like Best Buy or Target or something and I heard it and I was like, Oh my God. I go, What fucking song is it? That's what happens. I'll be in a store and I'll hear something and I'll take my phone out and I walk around like I'm trying to find, you know, a metal at the beach. I'm like (laughs) Yeah, Phil Collins. I cannot believe it's true. I cannot believe it's Phil Collins. Here's a newer one that you guys should get. It's been played in the radio. It's an older song, but they still play it. Here we go. You gotta get this. This isn't easy. Don't shazam it either, you cheaters. <laughs> he says, "Really." <laughs> Nobody? Oh, you're drawing dead in this game. I suck at this game. Okay, moving on. That is Mr. Saxo Beat by Alexandra Stan.
2: You make me this, bring me up, bring me down. with make me move
0: like a freak. Mr. Saxo Beat. You guys are going to d- fucking draw dead against It's a Zumba song. It is. And how about this one? This one's from the 80s, Paul. No, not Rod Stewart. Oh, come on. I'll give you some- No, not Caribbean Queen, but it is Billy Ocean. Paul got it right. Anybody know the song? It was featured in a movie. It was featured in Romancing the Stone. Come on. I want to give away some points on this one. Can I touch you? <laughs> I don't that's in the lyrics, but can you touch me? Oh, I forgot to say. And the things and do the thing the lovers do. Paul got it right. You know this game sacks, man. There you go. When Going wrong, gets tough. Go and
1: get rough. Go that
0: was from Romancing the Stone. <laughs> Oh, I forgot to mention Karen had a procedure today, and uh, she has to wear a cone around her head. (laughs) I told her I wouldn't say anything. (laughs) She's yelling through the floor right now. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, I'll tell you what. Why don't we do this? Let me bolt the door. Take our first break. (laughs) When we come back, we're going to have a... This is a really fun show for me for a couple of reasons. A real good friend, an amazing photographer, comedian. His name is Bob Keane, and you're gonna get to know a little bit about my pal, and he's gonna become your pal as well today today on divorce court. <laughs> All right. We're gonna I'm gonna bolt the door. Hey, you're listening to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back.
1: From 1981 to 1992, saxophone usage in songs were 9 out of 10. However since 1993 modern-day songs featuring saxophones have decreased 87%. Because of this, most of today's saxophones have been abandoned, and some, homeless. At the United Saxophone Usage of America, we provide songs for saxophones. For just pennies a day, you can help these instruments desperately in need. Meet Kenny. Falling on tough times, he performs in adult films. Thanks to your contributions, he is playing in the rendition of Greece for the Robin Kowalski Middle School. Our mission at USUA, is to get saxophone usage back to what it was over two decades ago. Please give to the United Saxophone Usage of America, because we can all use a little more sax.
0: This is Chris Gagney. You're listening to
2: Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia on channel. Is there any channel? I messed up the Pizza Hut buffet just to do an internet radio show on a freaking Wednesday night.
0: And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype is the aforementioned everybody's pal, Bob Keen, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. hello.
2: How are Mark? you, Bob? Oh, ah, I'm going to use your Boston name, Mark.
0: Mark.
2: <laughs> Mark. Mark Scalia.
0: Mark Scalia
2: that's it i think i put more h's in there i'm sorry that's fine Where have you been my friend god it's been forever
0: it it has been forever it has been and uh i'm so grateful I, I, for you to be part I'm of the show tonight i'm
2: so happy to hear that you're still trying to be funny it's yes. awesome
0: <laughs> it's, it's not indicative of tonight's show so
2: i i well th- this is really actually awesome and i must confess something mark this is my first time ever on a podcast R- really Yeah, so I've really come up in the world. I I can face my my children now and say, I know what that is.
0: You know what I'm... Technically, right now, you're on live internet radio. If people are listening to this in the future, then of course... Then you'll be in a podcast.
2: (laughs) Then I can tell them I've done two things at the same time. It's amazing. (laughs) By the way, took the liberty, and I'm sure this has been discussed at some point on your show, but while I was waiting for you to Skype me, I I, I, I grabbed my little iPad mini, and I looked up the definition of irregardless.
0: Okay. Do you
2: you know what the definition of irregardless is?
0: Irregardless is a non- No, 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 no. The
2: definition of irregardless is regardless that's well, so bizarre if it was it's a like word downsizing all the time mark <laughs> no so I's and those r's are fighting for their jobs and I we're know. just regardlessing them right out <laughs> i have made regardless into a verb <laughs> regardlessing
0: Reg- are you regardlessing
2: no i'm irregardlessing because i <laughs> want to give jobs to those I's and R's.
0: <laughs> so guys this is they bob keen
2: for everything <laughs> How are you?
0: This is Bob Keen, we've gone off on a tangent, but I love the tangents.
2: Well, it's okay, because now, the medication will kick in soon, and I'll be <laughs> back to my normal self.
0: So let me explain to listeners who you are.
2: You could actually explain it to me, too. Okay,
0: I'll explain who you are. Bob and I, we did a bunch of gigs together, and Bob went by everybody's pal because he gave out this amazing advice as a comic <laughs> and he was you know it was a lot of advice it was amazing advice some of it you could use a lot of it not at all
2: despite all the advice i gave i never wound up in court okay <laughs> babysitting with a uh you know an electrical cable with the leads exposed that's a yep. good way to babysit
0: yep I still remember your one funny joke when you're uh you took your daughter to daycare because you were there with all the moms, and you would drag your, da- <laughs> you would
2: no 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 that I would I would show up early to pick up my daughter from school when she got out yeah and I would dress in a long black overcoat and creepy sunglasses <laughs> and just kind of hang out with my tongue hanging out you know drooling and when my daughter came out of the school I would grab her and run for the car. <laughs> And I taught her to scream,
0: He's not my daddy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was the shit you could get away with fucking twenty years ago. Yeah, now it's back like back. Yeah, now it now you get petitioned. You'd be petitioned. It,
2: exactly. You know. You'd be yeah, like, stop terrible. that.
0: Have we do that joke in Cambridge? You'd be like, Stop it. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny
2: wait they do comedy in cambridge
0: no they do it they do a reasonable facsimile thereof
2: there you go they
0: do sensible speaking <laughs> anyway i don't want to make fun of cambridge i've right. just never had luck there so
2: oh god Remember, Bob, well see i go back to when the old catch a rising star was in Cambridge. oh i
0: do too with robin's list
2: oh my god yeah. you know i i still recall him saying to me you know i'm trying to get stage time i'm fighting you know i'm 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 at least middling and sometimes closing other parts of the country. And Robin still has me like, I don't know. You, see, you got to get in the game. You got to get your glove.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was his dumb fucking phrase.
2: <laughs> yeah. You see, you you still don't have a glove.
0: For those oh. of you who don't know, Catch Your Eyes and Star was in Cambridge. And there was a guy yeah. who ran it, Robin. And he would say the most bizarre things to people. like He would give you, you
2: advice how to get your career off the ground. Like, <laughs> you've got to
0: eat cheese. It's like well, it's like Jamie Masada from the Laugh Factory, who'd be like, I see you as a garbage man. You should be a garbage man. No, no, no. You you're a mailman. Just put on a hat and go on stage, and you are a mailman. And that's the advice he would give to people.
2: You are reminding me of Frankie Bastille. Oh my god, the bread
0: man. Fucking Frankie Bastille. Actually, there's a couple of my listeners. Actually, Paul would remember Frankie Bastille. Uh, Paul Paul Wayne? No, not Paul Wayne. Do you remember Paul Kravitz? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Paul is one of the listeners. Oh, he's uh, he's ben listening ben. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Paul got out way before you did. <laughs> he started, he got in the radio. I don't blame him. He did. You survived <laughs> it. I can't don't believe it. So, so that's a nice little segue. That's a nice there little segue. I actually posted this on Facebook yesterday. You took a bunch of headshots from me a long time yes. ago, and I yes. used them for a very long time. Most and, people do, and you, I know because you do fantastic work. And you are no, now because they're too
2: cheap to get new ones. That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's the whole thing.
2: As I okay. recall,
0: they were fairly they were very inexpensive. They weren't cheap; they were inexpensive. Although <laughs> the running gag in my whole headshots is, if you look at what I'm leaning against, you can actually read the the instructions on the ladder. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, props are expensive.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Where did we <laughs> shoot that? Do you remember? It was some office building somewhere
2: i i had a short lived studio down in south boston
0: did i go to south boston for that really yeah yeah pretty sure pretty yeah. sure i went in yeah. and it was all open it looked like it was being renovated and that's that's what a studio
2: is mark it's renovation space that they charge finished rents for <laughs> is there a bathroom and, no but
0: now because bob is he's always been doing photography and now he has his his own studio and he does his yeah, own thing I, I
2: transitioned from comedy to photography in about 96. Um, so for a while I wore both hats and now I'm just a very funny photographer. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so why did you get out of it entirely? I never, it's the, a...
2: the reason I got out of comedy was, uh, my then new bride and I were planning a family and you really can't be driving to West Virginia for $125. <laughs> that's, that's just what it was. And, uh, yeah, and and I've always been passionate about photography. I wound up going uh, to the New England School of Photography, which is in Kenmore Square. Which, by the way, plug plug. Uh, I I teach there now.
0: Congratulations.
2: Yes, I teach beginning digital cameras. So if anybody has a digital camera they don't know how to use, I can help you.
0: Uh, my wife has a, a Sony
2: AR seven.
0: I think so. It needs to be it needs to be cleaned. It it constantly shuts off because there's a spring we already went through all this.
2: Oh, the, the Sony spring syndrome. Yes. Very tragic.
0: So you have your own studio.
2: No, no. So, so anyway, what, what happened is, uh, I went to school in 96 while I was still actively doing comedy. Um, I graduated and I started my business and, um, transitioned out of comedy, which really worked out because in short order, we had twins and then 17 months later, another baby and i stayed home with them wow
0: and you and you have a daughter from a, a previous right absolutely i am
2: actually yeah yeah she was the one i used to do the the bit about yeah. picking her up at school and the cheerleader and all of that <laughs> um twins. and she is now made me a grandfather
0: oh my god
2: i know i don't look it i don't act it but some i'm grampy to somebody it's really scaring me wow how old your daughter 37 what oh my god i don't want to tell you how why i got married oh fuck! and actually that's not true for our first anniversary we had a baby it was the nicest gift i'd ever been given (laughs) but she lost the receipt we couldn't return her
0: i know that's that's too bad it was terrible but then you got twins
2: yeah, and and then at the yeah, and then I, I twin girl boy twins, and then a little girl, and now they're all going to be in high school. next Oh year. my
0: God! In heaven, Jiminy oh, Crickets.
2: Yeah, yeah I, I'm. So you know, I'm planning for college. So if anybody out there needs headshots, you really need to call me.
0: Oh, speaking and my prices
2: of, well, just went up while I was thinking about it. The- <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. My wife is an actor, so she would probably need headshots. She
2: has to be. She's married to you. She,
0: well, she's the procedure, I won't go into that, but she had a procedure when she's gonna want she didn't get any plastic surgery or anything. Let's just put that to it. But it's I just was joking she'd have to put a cone around her head so she like a you know, like a pet. I think um, she's
2: gonna put a cone around your head and if no, you're not careful. She man,
0: won't please. come up. She won't come up. Bob, you've known me for a long time. I, I and, you're, a, you're a good man, Mark. And I am. And my, and my wife, I can push. I, I love breaking balls. My, and my wife, like, here's the funny thing. Honey, I'm going to tell a little bit of story, not the whole story. Uh, she had a thing on her nose or something. It was a little thing. But she went into the doctor to get it looked at. And they said, well, oh, you should have that removed. Now, right. there's no danger in it and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So she had it removed. So she had it. Here we go. She says. So they cut Here we it. go. No,
2: no, 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 no. What you're leaving out is the doctor said, you should have that removed because I have another payment due on my beamer.
0: <laughs> well, we just paid the co-payment. So they stitched up, they put like three or four little sutures and then they put sure. a band-aid on it and they said this is and it hurt because she had Novocaine and blah blah blah. And right. so it was it, so they said, well, it's probably gonna be bleeding for a little bit and nice. it was and it's bleeding like completely. Obviously. And the funniest thing, her sister and brother in law came over. they drop on her for speaker because I have a show tomorrow and they would let me borrow the sound. So Karen's out there and she's like, they're like, oh my God, that's really bleeding. And I walk by her. I go, get in the fucking house. And I get. Guess- <laughs> 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 it, it was fucking terrible, but it
2: was hysterical. Well, it was so fucking terrible. <laughs> you know what the shame is, Mark? You don't have it on video. I. <laughs> <laughs> my god that's just <laughs> so hopefully her eyes
0: won't blacken either because you know sometimes when you get a shot that close to your you know that no. Yes. anyway yeah the blood vessels go nuts <laughs> so but you've been blessed and blessed and blessed so that made that so that got you out of comedy which is fantastic and now you just know yep. that so again well, my well, wife I... isn't my wife is an actor right. i need new headshots and yep. my niece i know i've seen them my... uh... <laughs> i love my headshot by the
2: way <laughs> the uh the thing it... is mark there's There is a great vein of similarity between uh, stand-up comedy and wedding photography, for example.
0: (laughs) How so? Because
2: you wind wind up in a room full of drunken people who are all convinced they can do what you're doing better than you. (laughs) Absolutely every time.
0: I get it. I get it. We actually, my wife and I, we got married five years ago, and we had really good photographers. And I think... I mean we paid quite a bit for them but they they took something like 2000 pictures and we got like almost all of them. Great. And they were ninjas like the, yes. like they didn't take pictures of each other. You know sometimes somebody gets in but their right. pictures with we, we had them do our engagement pictures and that's where my headshot comes from mine from oh, my there you engagement go. photos. And we had our engagement photos taken, and then they were at our wedding, and it was—I mean—they were just fantastic. I didn't when know you get, when you get a
2: good photographer, mm. it makes a big difference. So oh, it was huge, you know,
0: huge. A, lo- a lot of
2: people think, you know, oh, I, well, I've got an—I've got a really good iPhone. <laughs> So let me let me do a selfie and get my headshots and okay. Well, you know it it could be worse.
0: Like what? Remember what they used to do? They used to have all the disposable cameras in the middle of the table and then said and and then said, just take pictures for us.
2: (laughs) Yeah, spend all your wedding money getting those developed. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> you so, might get two or three usable ones. I know. So, so here, this is a good spot for me to, to move into the promotion. If you want to follow Bob, because you want to follow what he does, if you if you yes. got to see his work, his portfolios up there, he's on Twitter at Keen, K-E-E-N-E, Vision. And he's on Instagram, which would make sense. I don't do Instagram. But he's on Keen Vision underscore photography. And then LinkedIn is KeenVision. So all you got to remember is Keen k-e-e-n-e vision like
2: keen new hampshire i don't own it but it's a nice place
0: <laughs> paul just said i didn't get engagement pics done i kind of knew then how it would end <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh if only we knew what we knew when we knew it oh wait a minute
0: well that you know i think sense. my marriage is lasting because of the good pictures because i look at those pictures and go where did those people go i'll
2: put up i'll put up with her nonsense today because she looks so fabulous in these pictures
0: well the thing about karen like like i love my i'm one of these guys like i love my wife karen is she's an amazing woman and i love her my wife's
2: name is karen
0: that's i remember that you know what there's everybody almost everybody there's like five or six people i know their wives are karen like everybody and they're the good ones karen's are the good ones yes you got to remember that oh uh, paul wants to know where your studio is now
2: my, I specialize in on-location photography. I also do sessions at the New England School of Photography uh, in the studios there. So oh, there we I, go. I used to have a home studio, but then the kids all needed their own rooms. So <laughs> now my wife and I uh, sleep in what used to be my studio. <laughs> you know, kids, go figure.
0: Oh, uh, I don't want them. no. They, they, no,
2: they're they're wonderful, you know, when they're little and then they get older and they start, you know, just taking your wallet. <laughs> just It's, it's shameful. Everything. They're actually it's shameless. They have no shame at all. It's just no like shame. Dad. And and my wife has a joke that her name is really ATM. <laughs> We're always open and they don't even need a card. No.
0: No, and that's, no- that's my only thing with kids. Like, my wife and I were talking about getting a cat, and...
2: Cats are good.
0: Yeah, I'm on the fence. I'm on, Like, I met the... Like, we listen, went listen there, listen and me. I love the cat. I have
2: a dog. I have a dog. He's 17 years old. Oh,
0: it's the same dog.
2: Yeah, Prince Laika the Wonder Dog. He's an amazing beast. But, got to tell you, cats, you can leave alone. You put the food in a dish. They've got a litter box, and you go away for the weekend. Yeah. Dogs, not so much. You got to find a suitcase, Uh <laughs> you know it's it's different
0: well her cats were uh, were very old and uh, her last one that we lost in uh, thanksgiving uh, he was oh. very sick so we had to we couldn't yeah. do a lot of stuff and we've had Some more works. freedom over the past 6 months which is a nice
2: i'm looking for well soon the dog is going to pass and the kids are going to go off and i, I don't know what i'll do i'll do comedy again
0: yeah you should you well, because should. now
2: I'm I just I I I'm
0: wicked funny all
2: the time for free it's really annoying
0: yeah well you know here's what we're going to do i'm going to take uh, our second break and when we come back we're going to debate some of those questions whether you should do comedy or not or whether you should open another studio or where you can okay. you know travel the world and i've got some questions for you because you are going to play against my listeners when we come back okay. so that's what we're going to so life, hang on bob
2: life advice from mark You <laughs> no. regardless i want to listen to it or not
0: <laughs> regardless ladies and gentlemen you're listening to radio regardless we'll be right back job he's ever had has been a paper route. He runs to mommy and daddy every time he has a boo-boo. On dates, he has the woman cut up his vegetables. He once spent 18 hours in a basement playing World of Warcraft just to get the
1: Scarab Lord achievement. He is the most immature man in the world. I don't often go to bed without supper. But when I do, it's because I've been bad. Stay thirsty, my friend.
0: It's time for another weak inspiration. There is no I in team, but there's one in shithead. Hey, this is Dan Gilbert. You're listening to Radio Irregardless featuring Mark Scalia. Uh, why? And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scully. And that was our last show's guest, Dan Gilbert. Very funny guy. But I've got Bob Keane on the line right now. And Bob is funny and a magnificent photographer. I cannot recommend him enough. And uh, he's just so good.
2: Well, so thank good. you, Mark. He's so, He's so good. Thank you, Mark. It's, <laughs> 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 oh, you're so good to your guests. That's <laughs> why we work for free. That's right.
0: Everybody, everybody works. Nobody gets paid in this show. I don't even get paid no, in the show.
2: It's like a Bill Downs gig. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like two people get that joke. Uh,
2: if if you get that joke, it's time for you to take your medicine.
0: So so here's the two things I want to go into before I get to the game. The first okay. is. Bob, you went by Everybody's Pal for a long time. Yeah, I was
2: Bob Keen, Everybody's Pal.
0: And not only did Bob go by Everybody's Pal, but he was really, you know, he was this amazing comic and people, he gave advice and everything. But he had these stickers and they were, I think, circular, right? They were circles?
2: Yeah, yep, yep, yep. They were
0: circles and they looked like Bob. And at the time, uh, well, Bob is balding, mostly bald. Yep, I've
2: always been balding.
0: And he grew his hair very long so he could put it in a ponytail. that's right it was a compensation device and the 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 image on the technically the bumper sticker was a caricature of bob and it said everybody's pal bob keen and this before we had phone number put on stuff or and you would find them everywhere and there's two funny stories one is todd parker was driving back from the cape and it was like one in the morning and he was going over the tolls, and he went to throw 75 cents in the tolls, and there's a fucking Everybody's Pal sticker in the basket. Now, this is before we had Easy Pass, kids, today. It was, we had, these were were buckets that you threw change into, and then if you threw enough, yeah. yeah, and if you threw enough change, the gate would open. And there was one of these, and that's the first one. The second one is, I forget who the comic was, he goes, I'm in, like, duluth minnesota or like the most obscure (laughs) like some like unknown place in kentucky and he goes i go into the restroom and i walk up to the urinal and i look in and there's a everybody's pal bob fucking (laughs) keen sticker in the urinal i
2: I did not place that one there i will tell you
0: (laughs) but your stickers went, and you were thrown you were just giving them out at shows it was amazing
2: mark when I was on the road, I would actually sell them for a buck a piece and people bought them. <laughs> it was like my snack money for the week. It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, but,
0: you know. but ladies and gentlemen, if you're ever traveling and you happen to see everybody's pal Bob Keen, which the stickers <laughs> are still out there, this yeah, is yeah. this is the man I'm speaking to right now. Now again, he no longer you got out of comedy in what, two thousand?
2: Yeah, I think the last time I performed was around 2000. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, the twins were born in 2000,
0: so. Well, the funniest thing is uh, you and I have done a lot of shows together over the past, you know, yes. 25 years. And the one we show have,
2: that we we have gone places that other people would not go for money.
0: That, well, t- locations. Don't say places. Yeah. It sounds weird. Which we, well, <laughs> we yeah. I've gone to places yeah, for yeah. money, <laughs> which is weird yeah, too. But here's the place that we now i remember this story i'm gonna i'm gonna make this story as quick as possible i want to get to the game my car my i think my 85 tornado needed a transmission so Bob and i were going to bangor and now this is in the middle of november december and, yeah, and like, i
2: understand that i think at that time i was driving a toyota corolla
0: yeah it was yeah. It with, with not, one not
2: the big heavy set car no. no
0: and it was one windshield wiper was working
2: Yes. Yeah. Well, yep. fortunately, it was the one on my. side. It was side. the
0: driver's side, which is always helpful. Side. Well, you know. But we, he picks me up, and we're supposed to get a snowstorm. Now it's New England; we're used to it. We're going yeah. up to Bangor, so <laughs> we know we we leave. It, it's like four hours. We know it's going to be yep. three and a half, four hours. With the snow, we you. Th- I think you picked me up at like five something, and the show isn't until nine. We're like it's four hours, plenty of time. <laughs> we start driving. Everything's pretty good. And then around Portsmouth, snow like you don't even, like, stop.
2: Yeah, like New England snow, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we, then it took us about an hour to get from Portsmouth to... To, to North Portsmouth, yeah. To the rest, to the uh, rest stop. We actually had to pull over, use a payphone right. to call right. the club, to call the venue. Right. And it was snowing so bad. It There must have been six, seven inches of snow on the ground. And now at the time, Bob's driving and I'm like, Bob, you can drive a little faster than this because you were driving kind of, you know, you were driving kind of slow and, you know, because it was, you know, fucking snow. It's blizzard. It was yeah. a blizzard. Yeah. Nobody's on the road except yeah. us. We're in the ruts and I'm like, you can go a little faster. And I go accelerate uphill. Don't touch the gas going downhill. And at some point you're like, OK, I got this. I got this. So we started going from 35 miles an hour to about 45, then up to all 50, 55. Now, at this point. I realized that anything could happen, and I'm like, okay, Bob, you might want to slow it down a little Bob, you might slow it down? Please, <laughs> slow down. Long yeah, story and- short, too late. We got to the fucking gig an hour after it's supposed to start. We got there at, like, it was supposed to start at 8.30. We got there at 9.30. And, and
2: fortunately, I-, I believe the audience didn't leave because they were snowed in.
0: Yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't. <laughs> they couldn't leave, and they're like, do you want to do a show? Just- we just drove fucking four and a half hours. We're doing a show. We're getting paid, and, and we and we did the show, and we got paid. I, and I, for the life of me, I bet you I could find out who gave us that show.
2: Oh yeah, I bet you could.
0: I bet you I could. Let me, was, now it's gonna that be.
2: was like I said, you you know, comics you, you, people. If you're not a comedian, you have to respect what what they what we do. I mean, you, you go to places, you find things, you get directions from bookers that are indecipherable. You have to know how to read hieroglyphs. Um, you know, oh you go by the rock that looks like Brenda and then you take the left where the dead cow was.
0: Oh, no. oh here we go. It was the Bangor Marriott. Oh my god, you paid me a hundred oh, dollars cash. It was September twentieth. It was September twentieth.
2: No, couldn't be.
0: Yep. Oh, that's I, right. I remember it was cold, but it was September twentieth,
2: nineteen ninety six. <laughs> oh my god. Let's see. Wow. That was probably the high point of my career. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're laughing, but, you know, you know I-, I opened for Mark Scalia.
0: No, actually, no, no, no. I opened for you. I was, I was, I you oh, paid. Oh, no, me. I
2: think, I think I won the coin flip and I went on first.
0: Oh, I, <laughs> maybe you did. <laughs> maybe you did.
2: I'll be waiting in the car, Mark. <laughs>
0: well, now that, now that we've gone down memory lane, let's do this. I'm going to oh. play a game with you that you're going to play directly against my listening audience. And gonna here's what we're going to, well, you, you might be able to beat them. You don't know. We're going to play a game called Say Cheese. Let's take
1: a picture, you and me. Look at the camera, one, two, three. Let's take a picture, you and me. Look
2: at the camera, say cheese. (laughs) I I am cringing. I am cringing so severely my toes are locked.
0: You should. Here's the game, Say Cheese. I'm going to ask you questions that a photographer should know these answers. Oh Christ. And so okay. so I'm going to hit like here's a test question. The abbreviation or the letter CMYK, what do they stand for? Cyan, magenta, yellow and black. That's correct. See that and we go like this. Tell me you got that.
2: I got it. I got it.
0: <laughs> all right. I so,
2: got it. Okay, yeah, K is
0: black. So that's so that's how we play. It's no sense. So now yeah, you are okay. going to be playing against my audience. Now there are far more of them than of you, but your advantage is that you and I speak. I have almost multiple instantaneous.
2: personality syndrome. <laughs> but you so and I there's are a whole spe- bunch of me.
0: You and I are speaking instantaneous, so they're listening on a delay, so they won't be able to answer as quickly as you can. And of course, you have to, you can just say it; they have to actually type it, which is going to be a little difficult. So, okay. so here we go. Here's the first one. Tell me the definition of average metering.
2: Average metering is where the meter of the camera averages the entire scene.
0: The, say that again.
2: <laughs> I was looking? The camera averages the luminosity to 18% gray. Tell me you got that. I got it. I got it. All
0: right. Now, technically, that's correct. I would have also accepted the average length of time a meter maid takes to ticket you. Oh, God. <laughs> well it sounded good my wife says <laughs> we have listeners fighting listeners at this point oh good we have a listener he comes on every once in a while and he's he, he's a little rough he's a little rough around the edges he seems okay. like a nice guy you, you need them a little rough around the edges and he's you know of course he's he said what something like his definition, Mark? we should get paid to listen to this show
2: <laughs> you know he he might have a point.
0: He I, I probably does have a point in some way. So. Well,
2: you know what I noticed, Mark? During your game, you give out points.
0: Yes. Right? You I mean, give out points? Yes, yeah, so you what have one hell? point. Why
2: the hell can't you give out prizes? I would. I bet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't I have any prizes. You what prize if would I give If I find some
2: out? stickers, I'll give them to you. You can pass those out.
0: That Okay. Does that include back pay? Yes. All right. That sounds good. So if the listening audience beats you, then all of them will get a sticker. Okay. All right. How about this one? Define the word blowout.
2: Where the highlights of a scene exceed the capture ratio of the sensor.
0: Hmm. That is the textbook definition. Now let's see. Paul says Pope. <laughs>
2: blowout is also too much crab meat and butter.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would define it as what I'm having with my wife right now. <laughs> You know something? I'll give that one to you. Tell me you
1: got that. I got
0: it. I got it. All right. that's You have two so far.
2: I can I can pause, too. I can give them a, a chance.
0: Well, here's what I'm going to do. Since you I gave you the definition, you gave me the answer, let's break it up a little bit. Let me give you the definition, and you give me the word.
2: Oh, Christ.
0: Okay. I, I will say a term used to describe the aperture or diaphragm opening of a lens.
2: Oh, I know, because the diaphragm is important. <laughs> To prevent pregnancy, it
0: is. <laughs> I didn't the, know a camera had a diaphragm. It, 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 actually, it
2: stops the effing. It's the effing stop. It's the, f stop. the f stop. <laughs> That's
0: how fucking funny is that.
2: There you go. So if you, you have see an, how diaphragms work.
0: See if you have a diaphragm, you f yes. stop. See f stop. I would have accepted. As what yes. people don't do at a sign in Boston. So
2: That's it. There we you go. don't effing stop. That's right. Let's
0: see. Uh, Jason said the shutter speed. Uh, let me give this to Jason. Jason, that would he be wrong. To,
2: he needs to take my class. Yes. Let me take a selfie.
0: You take your own selfies. <laughs> there you go. All right. How about this one? A live accessory shoe, which enables you to mount and trigger an electric flash.
2: Which is also... Uh, so an accessory used by lady gaga
0: <laughs> the hot shoe the hot shoe tell me you got that i got it i got it <laughs> jason just wants some fucking stickers
2: <laughs> uh, if i find them he can have them okay
0: you can have all right how about this did you did you mount her son <laughs> <laughs> what he said did you mount her son are you looking are you reading these are you online no no? Okay. You're can. You you actually. You're not listening to the own program? Anyway, don't do it because then we'll get feedback. I can't. Don't. Listen, Mark, I don't know how to you do this stuff. You just set up Skype today. I understand. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's a miracle.
0: How about this one? You know this one. I'm going to give you a count of 10 before you can answer. See if they can catch you. All up. right.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll be fair. I'll be I'll, fair. I'll wait.
0: The reddened pupils of a subject's eyes that sometimes occur with a flash.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, hold
0: on wait uh, let, me, let me give you let uh, me give you 10 seconds
2: also, uh, well i just wanted to say it's also caused by
0: too much liquor or pot <laughs> now you can answer
2: no <laughs> i can't too much can. liquor a pot yes I, you drink too much or you smoke too much pot you've got red
0: eye jason says the devil's portal
2: <laughs> tell me you got that. I got it, I got it. it the, the devil's portals on the other end.
0: The Damien effect. <laughs> you know, so <something? laughs> don't give them ten seconds anymore.
2: <laughs> I, I gotta tell you, by the way, tell your listeners that you know if this show is annoying them, the Red Sox game is proceeding very well for the Red Sox currently.
0: Is it because we had red eye, now we have Red Sox. How about this one? If I were to go outside Without wearing any pants or jacket in the middle of the winter,
2: you'd be doing a Barry Katz gig.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what would be what would be that word? What? Oh, actually, no, that's fucking backwards. <laughs> what?
2: What are you talking okay, about? Okay, how about this? Cameras cannot keep you warm, Mark. No, but... Th- there
0: is no lens warmer. How about... Uh, then let me let me redefine this. Let me redefine this. If I wanted to go out for a suntan and I only stayed out three minutes.
2: Ah, got it. Got it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say a word.
0: You have to. We you're,
2: you're under something.
0: <laughs> I'm they not going to Should go I say it. it? You should say it. Underexposed. Tell
2: me you got Which, that. I got it. I got
0: it. Paul said exposure.
2: Which actually, Mark, underexposure is what your podcast has.
0: <laughs> I should have said that. That would have been funnier. Anyway, <laughs> uh, underexposure, the result of recording too little light when taking a picture. All right. And here's our last one. If I said this. <laughs> Yes, what, I'm trying to get away with it. I'm trying to think about this. Oh, yeah. What? Let's see. Fuck! If I if I say it, it's gonna let me let me think.
2: <laughs> I thought this out beforehand. No, I'm
0: trying. To, no, I did. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a. It's something funnier than what I wrote. And I'm trying to figure out a way to say what i am actually saying It. I would say that what, oh, fuck, never mind. I'll just do it. If the cameras, uh, the camera has an ability to correct color. Or tint under different lighting yes. conditions, including daylight, indoor, fluorescent lighting, and electronic yeah. flash. Yes, and shade, yes. And shade. And what would that be? That? <laughs>
2: oh, I see what you're trying to get away with. Yeah, there. I'm trying to get away uh-huh.
0: with, like... like... <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Um, well, the, the African-American listeners might say it's a white balance. It
0: would be a white balance. Yeah. <laughs> I need more white balance in my
2: show. Donald Trump might say that, you know, it, it would be a white balance if we built a wall.
0: Yeah, actually, that's... I was going to go that way. <laughs> you were, weren't
2: you? I was going to you say... Were. You're, go, you're transparent. I
0: Mark. go, Donald Trump wants to build a wall for this reason.
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. To keep the white balance. Keep the white balance. I see. Yeah, Uh, because actually within the camera, there's a Mexican setting.
0: (laughs) Next to the diaphragm for the F-stop.
2: Right, Well, yeah. Let me take a selfie.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tabulate those scores. We're going to take our third and final break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you the question I ask all my guests. Tell us about your first time, your best time, and your worst time. You are listening to Radio Wear Regardless. We'll be right back. Call the Radio Air Regardless hotline at 978-219-9294. And you're back at Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And I still have Bob Keen, everybody's pal photographer, still on the line. Just because, Mark, I
2: want to point out, just because I'm everybody's pal, I don't want anyone calling me to borrow money.
0: No, <laughs> no. I don't. I don't. Do you have any? No, no. No.
2: But that's the thing. When I did stand up, every time I was announced as everybody's pal after the show, a drunk guy would walk up. A random drunk guy would always walk up to me and say, "You're everybody's pal. Can you lend me some money?"
0: <laughs> that's fucking weird.
2: Every time. That, very bizarre. Go
0: that, ahead. That is say fucking, what you're saying. That is. Bizarre. You're the host. I am the Take host.
2: Take the reins, Mark. All right. Take here we
0: go. One, two, three, four, five, six. Out of the seven questions. You got every single one of them right. Wait, Mark, how many questions
2: do other guests get?
0: Either we get like five, seven. I tried to go an odd number just so it oh, okay. makes okay. sense.
2: I was becoming concerned you were overworking me.
0: No. But okay.
2: <laughs> you can't do you that. Know, What's every, going on? Every Everybody else gets like two questions and I got seven. No, you like, got yeah. seven.
0: But you got all seven right, which I'll tell you this. In the history of the show, nobody's ever blown out the audience that badly. The wow. audience scored zero and you win. You win. Perfect. You are perfect.
2: I I I I, I wanna thank <laughs> my mother, my father, my trainers. I'd like to thank everyone down at the old comedy connection and and Spitzy
0: and spit- Spitzy Spitzy uh, uh, was
2: was a little Asian dog I knew.
0: Oh God. Anyway. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I don't want to do Spitzy. so bob before we let you go a couple things please if you would now you've got a long career uh, as a stand-up and you've got a long career as a photographer so you have now your choice which way you want to go by telling us i'm
2: gonna actually mark you know when you said that a couple of scenarios popped into my head and they're not cognizant nor in order but you wanted the the first time, worst time, and best time.
0: No, the first, the best, and the worst. And you have to tell them in okay. that order because the first is a good story, the best makes everybody feel good, and the worst is probably the funniest.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, the first. Well, I'm okay. So the first time I ever did stand up was at the old Stitches Club, down on Com Ave. Yeah. Um. I remember waiting in line for like three and a half hours to find out that I was going to go on at like one in the morning for two drunk people. Wow. You know, and uh, uh so I think I told a joke, <laughs> and and it was amazing because I laughed, and
0: that when, was the first time. And when was that? What year was that?
2: Oh my god, that must have been eighty four. Yeah. Wow. Eighty four. Yeah, that was back in the, the great days when yeah. on Wednesdays all the comics would get together and play softball. Yeah. It was good times. Mm-hmm. Um, best time. <clears throat> now, I, best time, changing it up, because the best gig I ever got was not as a comic, but was as a photographer. The first paying gig I ever got, I got to photograph Bill Cosby. <laughs> That's when we loved him and admired him. Wow and it was at the Longwood Tennis Center one of my classmates at the New England School of Photography said Bob I've got a gig I can't do it I'm double booked you'd probably like to do this would you want to photograph Bill Cosby I was the only photographer allowed backstage and I got to photograph the first 10 minutes of his of his act
0: wow do you still have that the was an, do you still have the pics
2: I, I I cannot find them I'm ashamed to say
0: but oh. it was amazing maybe he, drugs you. he was, drugged you he might have drugged
2: you it was my first paid gig do you know how i was crapping my pants unbelievable uh, like here, here is my mentor my idol and now i'm in a new career watching this master work his stuff it was amazing that was the best time well the, too the bad you worst can't find time the pictures <clears throat> the worst time the worst time. Um, <laughs> worst time
0: bangor Al- in the snow
2: <laughs> they, uh, mark mark scally in the back seat no um, the worst time. Al D'Arm and I did this tour. Al D'Arm, who, by the way, I believe is on America's, America's Got Talent. Yeah, he Charlie. just
0: yeah he just was on there yeah. last night. Yep,
2: very funny. He was, was on his knees to Heidi Klum or something. Yeah, yeah. he's proposing um, to her. And I did, We did this tour of Nova Scotia. Oh, I know. Dreams <laughs> come true. Dreams come. True, no, and Scotia. it was we we called it we labeled it the descent into hell tour like, <laughs> the first night was like at a at a, a you know a, a hilton with 300 400 people in the audience everybody chanting and cheering well a couple of nights later we got to i don't know eddie's fishing shack somewhere <laughs> eddie's fi- walk in and there's like a bar and we're looking around is this where the show is yep yeah, we got the stage air quotes all set up for you. It was a uh, folding table (laughs) that they knocked the legs off of and put on the floor and a light bulb hanging over the table. (laughs) That was the stage. That was the staging. That's funny. And and we were informed, now, if you want, you can stay with the cook in the back room.
0: So the kitchen was the green room. (laughs)
2: That was the the sleeping accommodations for after the show. What What happened? So so Al Al and I decided that we would just drive home. (laughs) Seven hours.
0: Fucking Nova Scotia.
2: (laughs) Seven hours from northern Nova Scotia. Yes.
0: People don't believe half the stories.
2: Oh yeah. Well, yeah. How was the show, by the
0: way? (laughs) Um, um, (laughs) well
2: half of them don't speak english
0: did you kill it did you kill it
2: they speak french canadian and uh yeah it was great (laughs) (laughs) the fish was fresh that's all i could tell you the fish was fresh oh my god it was a. It was like a fishing shack. Oh. This was scary. This was like you know the, the the owner of the bar just goes well. And after the show, you can stay in the in the cooks. Yeah, and mind you, the cook lived mm. like in a trailer behind the fish yeah. bar.
0: Probably lived in a fish house.
2: <laughs> oh, it was it was like oh. Al and I just looked at each other and went you know we're we're doing a tight set and we're driving home.
0: So speaking we, of we, glorious we had, shows. <laughs> yes now i know that with the uh with the bill cosby thing that was a big thing what uh what big things do you got coming up anytime soon or i i guess i don't do, do does it plan like that i know like you do weddings and stuff like that but do you have like a a big thing you're looking forward to
2: well you know i uh here's what keen vision photographer what i do is i specialize in uh entertainers headshots i entertain uh i mean i specialize in professional portraits for uh businesses um i had a great gig last month i was uh documenting a a trade show out in vegas so yes they flew me out they had me there for five days put me up paid me lots of money was great nice um so i well what the big thing coming up for me is uh next week uh my my beginning digital Camera classes starting up at the New England School of Photography. It's an evening workshop. I do that. And then in the summer, I work at the Nobles Day Camp teaching kids to do darkroom photography. So I, I'm all over the place. Um, I'm, I do weddings. I do bar mitzvahs. I do quincearas. That's a hard word to say too to see it is, so. you know, I do weddings. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a photographer and I, I do it all and I love it. But you get the added bonus of having a funny photographer,
0: <laughs> and you which are, is, Bob.
2: you know, if you've met a lot of photographers, some of them, eh, not I'm so much.
0: When, when I've had all my headshots, they need to you get know, a personality I, out of you. I have it, they're to, very I have to say me. right
2: now, I think we really need to change the name of that. Cause when you say headshots, I'm getting like porn music coming through my
0: headphones. Hmm. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. I could, like, I could, wah, wah, I could wah, put it in post.
2: No, no. Okay, we'll say <laughs> professional portraits. Let's say right. that.
0: So anytime, but that's what it is. Like a good photographer will get that, like that energy and that. You yeah, know, you
2: have to have to yeah. establish a, a rapport and a connection
0: with the with the subject. And uh, you
2: know, overridingly, a lot of the compliments I get is, I really hate having my picture done, and I didn't hate it this time.
0: That's exactly yeah. that. You couldn't get a better compliment, by the way which is which is great the
2: best compliment i ever got was a, a woman whose wedding i did she said you know besides me you were the most popular person at my world
0: <laughs> it's a great thing and i was like it.
2: wow that's that's nice
0: that's classy I, too you still owe me money yet yeah. <laughs> well speaking of that if you guys need a headshot if you need a photographer if you need somebody to take your picture and make it look really good bob keen is the guy Who can do that? And I know that at some point I'm going to have to contact you when I'm ready for my new headshots, which is probably going to be, I hope, next spring. I'm still losing some weight. So, but yeah, well,
2: well, you know, they have that slimming feature in Photoshop.
0: (laughs) I don't do digital touch ups. No, I'm not. I, I do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, Bob. Hey,
2: hey, man. It's Mark, been. It's just been a lot of fun. Oh my yeah, God, it's I, been I great. I really had happening. no idea how this was going to play out. I really thought, you know, okay, I could do this, or or I could just like eat razors. But you know, this was actually more fun than eating razors. <laughs> it's
0: slightly better. It's slightly yes. better. This. it's been really great catching up with you and hopefully we can work together either the do the professional photography thing or maybe at some point you know we'll just kind of hang out or something like that you which never would be know, awesome you
2: never know i may come out of retirement because i've got old
0: jokes you know something your old jokes now would probably work again <laughs> it, well it, it, retro's in man retro is in but oh, bob it's been time. a pleasure man uh take care and uh and again keen vision photography
2: mark i hope your wife's nose gets better
0: me too <laughs> it will it will thanks bob we'll <laughs> Take talk to, care, mark. we'll talk Thank to you soon you. bye-bye my friend bye-bye buddy bob Keane, everybody <clears throat> bob Keane, everybody's pal say i told you he's my pal i miss him so much hanging out all the stuff all right guys hey i'm gonna wrap the show it's been a fun fun show tomorrow thursday June 16th, I will be at Brody's Seaport. I will be hosting a showcase night that I'm actually producing there. It's going to feature Amy T., Ralph Joyal, and Chris Gagne, and all three, I think, have been a guest of the show. All three of them. So we're going to have some fun with them tomorrow night at Brody's Seaport in Salem, Mass. Friday night, I'm off. I'm going to do a little club hopping, as the kids say, club hopping. And then Saturday night, I will be at the Starlight Cinemas in Rochester, New Hampshire. Oh, Rochester. In Rochester, New Hampshire. Hey, guys, if you'd like to be a guest or leave a comment, email the show radioirregardless at gmail.com. You can call 978-219-9294. <laughs> hey, next week, I have don't have a guest scheduled, but I'm working on it, and I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care, everybody. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All music and audio clips used, property of their respective copyright owners. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2016. All rights reserved. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Air Regardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening.
1: Hello, Hello.